Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. And uh, let's just kind of get uh, dive back in. We've been talking a lot of NBA hoop. We haven't gotten to the NFL and this, uh, this story about the possibility of Bill Belichick platooning his quarterbacks, most oh. notably platooning... <laughs> Can why, why are you laughing? Come on, Bill Belichick's going to go with the platoon. Uh, I would say, I, let's like listen. Do I think some of this is putting themselves in a position to be successful against his former assistant Brian Flores, where the, you don't know what's coming? Yeah, but do I think that there's a distinct possibility that one of the quarterbacks not named Cam Newton is the starter because Cam Newton is going to be slow to pick up? a completely new style, completely new offense without any sort of preseason games and they could put a package of plays in for him? Yeah, I think that's actually a possibility. Whether you want to call it platooning or how long it lasts, that that's up to you. But I, I don't think this is a year unlike any other to, to go with no preseason games, no preseason games. And, you know, you pick up a former MVP for roughly a million dollars a year. Like, there's a lot of, he's had, what, six guys opt out this year? But there's a lot of different things going on in New England. So, a guy who's, they've, they've tried everything, they've done everything. Like, that that's what's interesting. I talked to Sean McVay last year this time. We used to, my radio show, Doug Gottlieb show, we go to, usually go to training camps. Rams, Raiders, uh, Rams, uh, Cowboys, and Oxnard usually. And then the Chargers, Rams and the Chargers, as people know now in Hard Knocks, well, usually they're like five miles apart. Uh, now they're obviously a city apart. But um, I, I talked to Sean McVay and he's like, you know, the reason we lost in the Super Bowl, and this is again a year, and a, a year ago, was they had an awesome game plan. And then when we had an injury or when they had an injury, they changed their game plan. By the time we adjusted to what they were doing, they were doing something else. Like they could be in a 4-3 and then all of a sudden they're in a 3-4. So I under people scoff at the idea of having a a platoon system at quarterback, but I would say one, it's the Patriots; two, it's 2020. Anything is possible. I, so the, oh, I would totally agree with what uh, you know you and McVay were saying. Like Patriots are one of the best teams reinventing themselves with Belichick over the last two decades. They've gone from being a defense first team. Remember, then they went to the two tight ends with Gronk and that guy who we won't talk about. Uh, they you were can say running... Aaron Hernandez. Okay, all right. Then we got the uh, they had the running game. Remember that was it? Corey Dillon. They had the they had, they had a really strong. They did ground. have Corey Dillon when they first the, the, the they had Ben Jarvis. Ben Jarvis. Yeah, they they would just they would pivot around. Brady was a game manager for crying out loud. Yes. And then you know get Randy Moss and 
Belichick is great at pivoting, but the one constant that didn't change was Tom Brady. And I I don't know. I just feel like Cam Newton walks in that room. He is a big 6'5", commanding presence who has won an MVP award. He's very popular among the players. And, you know, not to knock Jared Siddham, he's just a, a guy who hasn't really done anything in the NFL. And um, he's just not the kind of guy. You, you You love the analogy of, like, five guys are going out to hang out and the alpha always has the key. He's like, oh, I'm driving. I'm running the show. And that's Cam Newton in that locker room. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? You know, he's just a, uh, okay, he's but a if, cool if... guy who I think gets it. Now, does he understand the Belichick system? That's another story. But I have a hard I, I time just... Do you uh, remember? Do you remember when, Belichick's do you remember when Carson Palmer played first played for the Raiders? Do you remember the Carson Palmer thing? I think those were my post-college years. I was in a haze. No, 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 no. When did you finish uh, in college? Uh, I got out in like 2000. And 2000. Carson Palmer was what? With like the Raiders? 2000? That wasn't. No, no, no. It was no? Much, much, yeah. Well, I was still in a college fog five years after school. So Carson Palmer, for people who forgot, Carson Palmer um, was with the Bengals. He, he signed the biggest contract in the history of the sport. Oof. They were getting ready to play the, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs at home. And Kimo Van Olhoffen rolled up on him, right? And tore his ACL. Oh, that's right. Right? So then he missed a year. He comes back. And then at the, 2010, at the end of the 2010 season, he had been promised a bunch of different things that hadn't been delivered. And he was like, I'm done. I, I retire. I will not play for Cincinnati anymore. So they call his bluff. And he sure enough sits. The Raiders have a desperate need for a quarterback. They trade for him mid-year. And without training camp, without really knowing the system, he comes in his first week and then his second week as a starter. It's a disaster. He was terrible. And Carson Palmer is a borderline Hall of Fame caliber quarterback if you look at the success when he was healthy and the longevity of that success and, and, and what he did. He nearly he, won an MVP with the Arizona Cardinals. Right. He was so, the number look, one he's pick, a really good quarterback. But my, 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 I, I borderline, he'd be, there'd be a discussion there. He probably doesn't get it. It's a quick discussion. Okay. <laughs> um, but my point was, I, Cam Newton's not an idiot, right? He And he, I'm sure, knows... You know what the worst thing in the world could be is if I'm coming off of shoulder where people think I can't throw a football, which is what people think that the throwing motion has changed. It doesn't hold up. I have multiple leg injuries. I'm in a new system and I go out there before I'm ready. Like you don't want, what is the point? Like it is a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. I need to be, I need to be the best version of myself. And I know, oh yeah, by the way, they're, they're kind of patching some of the offensive line issues as well. On that team, you know, if if you're not ready, you don't want to play until you are ready, no matter how much better you are than now that may be giving Jared Stidham an opportunity that you don't want to give him. That may be giving Brian Hoyer an opportunity you don't want to give him. But I think that's actually a better court unless you have absolute grasp of everything you're doing. Shouldn't go out there. Shouldn't go. out. I, I here, here's the here's the TV analogy. And a couple of my dear friends are. Uh, women that worked at ESPN. And when they would get hired, ESPN would do this thing to where they'd put them on SportsCenter for a week. Before they would put them on ESPN News. Remember when ESPN News used to be, you know, have 24-hour shows and yeah. do SportsCenter or whatever. They would put them on, like, the big the big show, like 6 o'clock SportsCenter, 11 o'clock SportsCenter, though. Maybe the, not the 1 a.m. That was always L.A., right? And they would all say the same thing. They would all say, like, you know, it was really enticing when I signed and I just wasn't ready for that. And then you establish kind of a reputation of who you are. And now all of a sudden you got to fix any of these issues. Now they're just throwing you in the deep end yeah. and seeing if you can swim to the side. Sink or swim, baby. And I don't think that's the bet for Cam Newton, who's trying to rehab his image among NFL teams. I don't think that's a smart course of action. I do. I'm a big sink or swim guy. Just throw them in there. Even if they're not ready, especially it applies to me. Doug, so. Um... I get. I listen. I'm with you. The fake it till you make it thing. Like I've made a life out of that. I yeah. get. I get. I just think in the National Football League, when you've proven yourself as an NBA MVP uh, quarterback and been to a Super Bowl, but then since then, you know your your coach leaves, takes your backup with him, doesn't take you. Yeah. Okay. Your uh, the the guys in Buffalo weren't interested in you. 
The the L.A. Chargers needed a quarterback. They weren't interested in you. You go like through teams, and there just wasn't a lot of interest. You take an NFL veterans minimum deal, and you're super. You got you got to prove the league wrong. But the way to do so is not to do it until you're absolutely ready. Yeah, I. But how do you know when you're ready? How you know when you've got a full grasp of the playbook? Like, yes. I mean, he, you could be waiting all season, and then oh yeah, guess what? The Patriots don't do well, and they're going to draft a guy, and thank you for your service, Cam Newton. Go on about your business, and then I don't know if he gets another starting job. No, but that's but the, again, this is what I'm saying though is I'm not saying you sit there and go like I don't want to play, but if you say like, look, maybe I'm not ready to play the whole game, but give me a couple of series here. It's my own kind of personal preseason, and eventually, as I get a better grasp of the playbook, and you yeah. have a better grasp for me playing for you. That's the other part is not only has he not played for them, you know, now is yeah they, they not but they haven't coached him. They don't really know what he does, how he reacts in game situations, what the best thing is. And you only get that through time and experience yeah. and, and seeing some tape and then sitting down and going, all right, what can, we, what can we add this week? Have you looked at the skill position players he's going to be working with? Well, they're not great. So Sony Michelle's out. They just signed um, some, some old running back. Why I mean, is Sony Michelle out? He's hurt again. Sony oh, Michelle okay. can't stay healthy. And the receivers, Edelman, I think he's like 34. Nikhil Harry, who could not get on the same page with Brady last year. Mohamed Sanu, who's eh. Um, the tight end is someone named Devin Asayasi. Uh, like, this this skill position group is bottom eight in the NFL right now. I mean, maybe even bottom five. And you got Cam going in there. Like, I don't think it's, he's set up for success, to succeed in this offense. I mean, I don't think Stidham is either. I, I've long been disagreeing with this theory that, oh, Bill Belichick's tanking for Trevor Lawrence. I think that's nonsense. And then you look at the skill position players, you're like, what the hell have they been doing? I mean, Belichick's ego is so big. When Rob Gronkowski left, they decided, eh, we're not going to replace him. Top tight end in the league, fine. Top three, whatever you want. Well, how are you we're not even replacing They didn't even make a move on anybody. Wait, but how are you going to replace him? Find explain. a really good tight end to bring in. They did nothing. But again, they just said, we're not going to throw like, to tight ends this year. Like I, I, would, I mean, personally, I would have gone after Greg Olson. You know, but yeah. Also, you have to. It does work two ways. Like Greg Olson has to be interested yeah, he in you, to go there. huh? He he would have had to have wanted to go there, but right. I just think there's something to Belichick's ego and thinking. You know what? Any quarterback we throw into my system is going to succeed. Has he ever throwing... said that? Well, remember, Tom Brady would be in the room in the quarterback room, and Belichick would undress him. Hey, I'll go get Johnny High School down at the local high school, and he'll, he can throw this out pattern, right, that's Tom. Called, you that's hit called this. coaching. That's, that's, right. how, that's how so, they kept it so everybody gets treated the same. And so Belichick thinks that he can trot out this skill group and win football games. And I, I don't, I don't I know don't, that anybody I, can. I don't think that's I, – I, I could be wrong, but one, that's actually been proven to be accurate, right? Like Tom Brady, Tom was, Brady. Tom Brady was <laughs> – but Tom Brady was not great last year. Correct? Um, yeah, he was not great. Okay, so he wasn't great. He might not even been all that good. It's just he's Tom Brady. And, well, so the defense carried them a lot, right? Number correct. one defense in the league. Correct. They now did have they like win, four did defensive they win their starters. They were like, what, 12 or 13 wins? Yeah. Yeah. 12 but wins. the problem is with that defense. No, I got it. They were easy. Yes. I mean, Doug, now you don't have Dante like Hightower. Four, now you don't have. I think three or four starters on yes. the defense. Yeah, no, they're screwed. They're going to be bad. <laughs> they're screwed. But, but my, my point is you're like. Okay, you would be confident, borderline arrogant too, if you could, in fact, continually reinvent your team and continue to win your division, get to the playoffs, right? I'd probably be as confident as Jason Tatum is right now with his offensive game. Jason like- McIntyre, <laughs> Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes. All right, let's 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 get to this. Speaking of the NBA, um, Clippers have lost one now. Lakers have lost their only playoff game. Bucks are one and one in in the playoffs. All right, so. Uh, or no, the Bucks no, lost. Oh, oh, and one. Yeah. Oh, and one. Who are you most concerned for? Um, I I think the easy answer is Lakers. But to be honest, it, they've only played one game. They had a historically bad shooting night. I, I'm going to go with the. But with they've the been Clippers. a bad shooting team the entire bubble the and entire frankly bubble most of the season. They also have either the greatest or second greatest player in NBA history. And I know he's not what he was, and he doesn't have the lift, and he's 35. He also nearly won the MVP award this year. He'll probably be runner-up to Giannis. I trust LeBron over Paul George and definitely over Kawhi Leonard. I, you know, I'm I'm not one to give out gambling advice on a show that's not mine, but holy cow, Doug, I love the Lakers tonight. What's the number? Six and a half. 
kind of big. Lakers sets, that's a lot. Listen, we are going to see a max effort defensively from the Lakers. We are going to see LeBron again try to get the guys involved early. Danny Green, KCP, there's going to be a quick hook for them. If they don't deliver, uh, we'll, we'll probably see Deion Waiters, Alex Caruso. You know, Doug, I got to say, one of the best points you've made in weeks, and you make good points often, was when you noted that Caruso pulled himself out of game one at a pivotal moment in the fourth quarter, tugging on his jersey to say, get me out. I- I'm sorry, Caruso. If LeBron sees that video, bro, you play 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You skipped your sister's wedding to stay in the bubble, and you're pulling yourself out of game one with five minutes left because you're tired of guarding Damian Lillard? And then Damian came down the next possession, dropped a three in his eye, okay? And then Damian just took fire from there. And I know Lillard's a superstar right now, and Alex Caruso is a former Texas A&M guy who may have been undrafted or second round, whatever. Undrafted. But you can't do that. His dad played for my dad. Caruso's dad. I mean, listen, Caruso is a great story. His dad's uh, uh, the color color analyst for the A&M basketball. Look, look, I'll— Lakers tonight. Lock it up. Look, I I did note that he took himself out. I will point out that in basketball, generally you take yourself out, you put yourself back in. took him a while to get back in. I don't know if he—I don't know the uh, NBA clock— Schedule in terms of taking yourself out before, the, but his big mistake wasn't taking yourself out. It was twofold. It was one, you can be tired but can't play tired, right? What that means is when you take yourself out, if Lillard gets the ball the next time off the court, he kind of was a little bit lazy yeah. and died on the screen, and Lillard and hit a three. By the way, Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard need to realize that Damian Lillard is shooting like forty-two percent beyond thirty feet right now. I mean, I have friends who I guess hadn't watched as closely. As to what Damian Lillard's done, they're like, he's, he's taking these shots. I'm like, have you guys been watching well, this Well, Caruso guy? did a great job on him he, up uh, until phenomenal. that moment. He did a great job uh, on okay. CJ McCollum, too. So, and it was just like, they're making shots. No, I mean, that's that's the NBA. Is sometimes great defense doesn't matter. Yeah. Jason McIntyre, Doug Gollivan for Dan the Nanettes. Here's, here's how I would break it down. Um, I'm concerned that the Clippers, the, they seem to be trying to do the light switch thing. And I don't think they're that good. Like, I think they're really good and they're deep and they're solid, but they're not good enough to be doing what they're doing, which is kind of doing the, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. Doug, right? this, hold on. The stat of last night, 16 assists, 15 turnovers. It's all iso ball. Yeah. It's Paul George pounding the rock, Kawhi pound. There's no chemistry. Well, yeah. It just isn't there. No, I, I, I get it. I mean, um, their offense is clunky. It just is. So that that's my concern with the Clippers. My concern with the Lakers is LeBron does finally look a little bit his age. They they really miss Avery Bradley's shooting and and his ability to guard. Just you know, you when you if you look at when LeBron's Miami Heat team lost the first year of the Dallas Mavericks. That's still oh, dude. We need a documentary. Okay, okay so but, on what happened? I st- I've asked several players on my Saturday radio show. I've had them on. Several players from uh, the Heat and the Mavs. What ha- And people oh, well, are still like, I don't know, dude. That okay, was- well, so there, there's a couple things. They had terrible point guard play. Mike Bibby was over the hill. People forget Mike Bibby started the first five games, didn't play in game six. That's how bad he was. They just didn't play him. So had poor point guard play. And then um, Joel Anthony was the starting point guard, starting center for the Miami Heat. And if you remember, Tyson Chandler was the center for the Dallas Mavericks. True story. And LeBron struggled to get to the rim and finish at the rim, so he he started settling for jump shots, much the way I mean, which is he struggled to finish over Hassan Whiteside going back the other night. And what's their other struggle is their point guard play. There, there's some similarities there. But remember, LeBron in that series was 26 years old. He had arguably his worst playoff series ever. Well, in he the just, finals, he, started, he averaged seventeen a game. That's it. Yeah, that no, was. Just, I mean, it's he was bad. still inexplicable he was bad. how bad. And it's it just doesn't. Nah, something doesn't it, add up. I, I, listen, if you've ever had you've ever had fear of the moment, bro. You ever, this you ever, is LeBron James. He carried an awful Clippers team to the finals a few years prior to that. You mean a, a Cavs team? Cavs team. I'm sorry. Yes, but there's no there's not the pressure there, and he didn't play well once they got to the finals either. And He's like, like twenty two, you also have to remember, like, like let's take into context. Okay, that was a year in which suddenly he wore the black hat. That was the year which you know because they said not one, not two, right. not three, not four. Right. 
So he was viewed differently. It was the first time in his life he'd ever been viewed or talked about in any sort of negative light. Um, they also, if you remember, they won kind of game. Remember they won game one, then they made fun of Dirk Nowitzki for, for they thought, pretending to be sick. Um, remember, nah, there was the, I, remember there was the video of them fake coughing yeah, like yeah. he was sick. Yeah. Okay. They tried to clown Dirk. There was a lot of stuff going on I think there. there was a game two collapse, right? At the end, they gave up like 12 straight points and lost the game. Something obscene. Maybe it wasn't game two, but it, it was, was game two. Okay. And, and you're right. They were in control. That's it. Just fell apart yes. rapidly. Yes, yes. Oh. It it that that that's exactly what happened. Anyway, um, but I'm concerned. I'm concerned with the Bucks in terms of uh, like really. Yeah, I just I I don't see it with Giannis. I don't think he's where people think he is because I think people just look at stat lines and he's he's what Colin said yesterday was brilliant. Uh, in that he said, you know, it's like Lamar Jackson. You can't get behind his style. You can't get behind in the playoffs. And that's because he's missing the primary skill that you need to be great and to win, which is the same thing Lamar Jackson is missing, which is the ability. Lamar doesn't have the ability at least yet in the NFL to snap the ball, five wide receivers and march down 80 yards with the pass and throw outside the numbers. He's not there yet. He has freakish talent. And he's in a system which is solely designed around that talent and skill. And so he dominated the NFL last year in the regular season. The postseason is a different animal. The same thing with, with Giannis. Giannis has freakish skill. The whole system is built around what he likes to do. Right? But he can't shoot. And the worst thing in the world is when he hits one early, then he thinks he can shoot. Jacking. Yeah, yeah. But he well, just, Three of seven he just, in game one. But the four of nine free throws, oof. He's just not a shooter yet. Yeah. And and that is the number one skill required. It's one of the things that held LeBron back is for a long time, his, his confidence goes on and off with, with his mid-range jump shot. It just does. This is probably too incendiary, Doug, for the Dan Patrick show. But if I'm asking you, who would you rather build a franchise around right now, Giannis or Luka Doncic, what is your answer? Um... Should we should we let that let well, that go during the we'll commercial let that break? Marinate. Yeah, I got I got Doug uh, really I shook. Would, this no, is not I an would, easy one. No, it actually is. I would take Luca. Okay, I would I'm, take I'm Luka. with you, and it's not a hot take. I don't. Based on I don't actually. The bubble. I don't actually think it's that close. Ooh. Now Giannis. That's a hot take. Giannis does really help you on defense, whereas Luca. Luca does not. Does does not, and so um, but. But no matter how much Giannis works at shooting, he'll never be a natural shooter. Whereas Luca is a better passer, a better shooter, and has a big body, so he can make up for his lack of athleticism. Um, yeah, I would. That, that's mm. that. That would be. I would take. All I would right. take Luca. I'm with. I, you. I, would, I would take Luca. All right, coming up next. Um, there, there's a new thought as to why some are not performing at the level that we're normally accustomed to in the NBA. Is the bubble the reason LeBron isn't prime LeBron? LeBron thinks so. We'll discuss next on the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. Uh, Getting ready for NBA games tonight, including the Lakers taking on the Trailblazers. Game 2, which is uh, at 9 Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. And um, there's a new kind of discussion as to what's wrong, wrong with LeBron James. What's wrong with LeBron James? If you ask LeBron fan, nothing's wrong with LeBron James. He just had a career high for assists, right, in the playoffs, and he led the league in assists, and it's it's everybody else's fault. What did he have, 23, 17, and 15? That's an obscene stat line. It is an obscene stat line. I mean, come on. Did he actually play that well? Listen, if his no, team, no, 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 I asked you a question. Did LeBron play that well? Yes, LeBron. I would give LeBron's grade in that game a a solid B. I okay, would give but Anthony his, Davis his a stats, D. his stats would tell you that he played great. The game would tell you like he 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 did some very very good things. If a if three open jumpers that he set his guys up for fall. I mean, we're talking about, oh, LeBron was phenomenal. Agreed. Also, missed, he you know? missed his own free throws, which hurt Th- him. Those two free throws and AD missing you know, two back-to-back. He, back. he, he, you know, he missed a wide-open three. He also didn't fin- couldn't finish over Hassan Whiteside, made some bad decisions in driving in there in the lane, not knowing what he wants to do. I would, If you want to say, like, hey, solid B, maybe even B-plus, sure. That, therein lies the problem, though. The people look at the stats like, he played great if somebody else's fault. Like, nah, he played good. You know, look, you can get, I mean, no one knows more about assists than me. There's not a human being on earth that, that knows more about it than, than I do. You can get assists. You can get assists, <laughs> a, a ton of them, and not pretty, actually play well. Pretty bold claim. And not actually play well. And you can play for assists. Like my, my college coach, the late 80s Sutton, he said, you're the most selfish, unselfish player I've ever seen. All you want to do is get assists. Like, yeah, it's because he won't let me shoot, so I got to do something. But you can play for assists. Um. Well, anyway, what's interesting is I think all of us are sitting there going like, all right, like he's he's playing pretty well. There's been some really good games, but something is not the same. Is it the age? Is it that he's been in a hotel for two months? Here's LeBron James. Like I continue to say, this is different. This is different um, in an aspect of just, I mean, we're in a bubble with no fans. Um, but as far as uh, me being locked in on the game plan, that doesn't change, not one bit. Um, me uh, going out and making plays, um, playing um, at a high level, to try to help our team win, that was the same. And nothing changes from that, you know, so that's you know, the same to me. All right, so he's saying, hey, nothing nothing changes. It's different. It's the bubble. Uh, Joe Varden, who, of course, covered him 
in Cleveland said he's, he's really surprised at how, how affected by not having fans LeBron is. Is it a legitimate explanation? I won't even go excuse. Explanation that one thing missing for LeBron is the energy and he yeah. feeds off the fans. I think it's a great point. Uh, Brian Winhorst was on my podcast, Straight Fire, and mentioned that LeBron won a road playoff game in 25 straight series. NBA record. Won two game sevens on the road. Like, this is a money player who thrives off the energy of the opposing crowd. I mean, how many games can you remember? You remember that game in the Boston Garden where he gave, I'm pretty sure it was the Paul Pierce KG Celtics, 45? You remember that game? Like, LeBron is an incredible performer on the road. I mean, we've seen him. Remember some of these Portland games where he dunked all over Nurkic. It's one of the best dunks, I believe it was last season. Um, And we know what he can do at home. Yeah, it's got to be a little different. Doug, you mentioned during the commercial break that Luka Doncic hit a big shot last night and, like, went to the crowd and was thumping his chest like there was a crowd there to get riled up. But, or even an opposing arena to silence. Um, I, yeah, I think there's definitely something there. I just want to be clear. Okay? This is not an, an excuse from LeBron. This is a fact. And we're in an era right now, Doug, sadly. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent where – People just refuse to understand science and facts. Like, LeBron is playing in an antiseptic arena where there is piped-in music and, like, 30 people cheering. That is a fact, okay? Whether you want to, you, Joe Joe Public, sitting on a sofa yelling at LeBron, you know, you guys have never played in front of an arena where there's 25,000 people screaming and then going from that to nobody screaming? Why, Doug, do we hear about so many athletes who have an awesome life as an athlete? Everywhere you go, adulation, give me an autograph, girls throwing themselves at you at, at bars everywhere, and then you leave the league, and it's a, it's just silence. It's like all that's gone. It's done. And we see a lot of athletes struggle with that off the court with their families. Right, but Can what you is that? imagine what these players are going, especially a guy like LeBron? Well, look, okay, so... so He's the biggest road draw in the league outside of the, the Curry Warriors when they were the greatest show right, in so sports. So you're saying he gets energy off the opposing fans, oh, not no just doubt. his own fans. He I, feeds I off that stuff. I agree. That's part of what makes what, what makes basketball great is the tangibility to the, to the, the players, to the fans, and vice versa. Um there's there's a, there's a lot to bite off there. Varden's piece where he and this is really good. He says, but emotionally and spiritually, LeBron, who was uh, who was on this generic NBA court in an empty Disney arena, was not the same emotionally or spiritually as LeBron, who steered the the one injured Cavs team uh, to a six game finals with uh, the Warriors in 2015, or got a stripped down Cleveland Cavaliers team to the finals in 2018. LeBron's last playoff experience. Right, like the point is, the Lakers have holes. He's played with teams before, and there's just something missing in terms of energy. And is it the fans? I, I look. I, I here's what I said before the bubble took place. I I thought it was going to be a mistake because the rest of the world would be open by now. I was wrong. Okay, that Adam Silver has nailed it in terms of protecting his sport, and they'll get through the finals, and they'll be fine. But. I did believe, and I do think this to be true. Like, look, it's just not correct. You're not going to get the best out of people when they're staying in a hotel for two or three months. You're just not. And that part is foreign. And I do think not playing in front of fans is a little bit foreign. But this is where, like, when you've played basketball in the minor leagues or you played basketball overseas, it doesn't bother you as much. You go into a locker room and there's just a hook for your stuff. You're like, whatever. It smells like death in the shower. Whatever, right? <laughs> you, you, uh, you. There's, there's no. You're warming up, and there's no fans. You're playing a game, and you drop a, a dime, and there's like two people stand up and cheer. There, you know, playing in empty gyms is hard. And LeBron hadn't played an empty gym probably since his freshman year in high school. Well, there are some of those UCLA runs uh, where they don't let in the off season where they don't let fans in. Right. Um, I think he played here last summer with Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, look, he he played pickup. He played pickup ball before, but it's right. it's different. Yeah. The 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 problem with the argument is, hey, dude, everybody else is going through the same thing. 
Okay? Like, that's when it becomes not an explanation, an excuse. Do I think it's harder to stay in a hotel for a month and a half and be at your optimum level? I do. Do I think it's hard when you've done all these things and you you get the most adulation of anybody in the NBA and now there's nobody outside your teammates cheering for you? I, I do. But by the way, this is basketball in its purest form. Like, who's better? Me, you, there's no crowd, right? So if there's no crowd, you'd think maybe the officials aren't as affected as much by the crowd. Officials were terrible, by the way. The officials are terrible. The officials are terrible. And you know what the crazy thing is? These actually are the best refs in the world. If you've seen refs other way places, you're like, you know what? They're actually better than the NBA. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I think it's I, – I, do I think it's accurate that he's not himself, at least partially mm-hmm. because of the setup? Yeah. Sure. But, but that works for everybody. Okay, everybody. And and so that's when it becomes but, an excuse. But, Doug, has everybody been to eight straight finals the way LeBron has? LeBron has more tread on his tires than anybody, I, I, don't, I think, ever. I think he's got more playoff minutes, more playoff games than anyone in NBA history. Maybe Jabbar has him in one of those categories. But, like, Luka Doncic... This is first and second playoff games ever. He doesn't. He don't know what it feels like in the playoffs. I mean, Giannis has been in the playoffs what two, what, maybe what is, three what, seasons. What does that have to do with Le, with LeBron? The, LeBron is used to. Okay, it's April and May, June. Here we go. Got to rev the engine up. Uh, what is it? Zero dark thirty. He, when you get, I'm a routine guy, Doug. I don't know if you are. I love a good routine. Okay, during the quarantine, I really struggled. I've talked about this on my Saturday show. I really struggled that first month. Like just You're getting totally motivated. adjusted now, by the way. I mean, I, I am now, but the first month, man, was tough. I was sleeping in. There was no sense of accomplishment. I'm a, I'm a guy who would like go to the gym and work out, play pickup ball like three or four days a week, and I had no routine, and I need, I had like no purpose. I mean, I wasn't going sure. on TV. No, no, I wasn't doing the, anything. That's what kids and kids I needed are going to get in a routine. And I'm in a much better place now. I'm running. I'm waking up at like six a.m. to run. Uh, I'm just getting in a routine. And LeBron is, I think, struggling. After being in the playoffs, what, 14 of 17 years, he's used to, at a certain time, turning it on. Zero dark 30. I'm in playoff LeBron mode where nobody can stop me. And I think he's just kind of coming to grips with that. I'm not, it's not an excuse. I'm just giving him a little more wiggle room. Maybe I'm just that friendly, nice of a guy that I, I want to give LeBron a chance. I, I'm one of these guys that, uh, you know, you, you read the book, The Tipping Point, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, yeah. And you realize there's not just one cause for things, right? There's a bunch. And I think, can you say playing in the empty arena affects him? Sure. You know, and that he feeds off the, even the negative energy of a place like the Boston Garden or a place they play on the road. Um, But I, I think it becomes a bit of an excuse. Now, there are other factors. I think him being older. Yeah. He's not, he's not moving the same. I think the league has evolved some where you point out the the Clippers and then playing iso ball. That's really what the Lakers play. They're not, they don't move the ball nearly as well. The lack of shooting around him when other guys aren't making shots, he go, he can go into a little bit of pout mode. I mean, Dane's you know? hitting shots from the logo and Danny Green and KCP are just whiffing. Who hit the side of a backboard on a three-pointer? It actually happened twice. I to, saw that. <laughs> twice to the Blazers. <laughs> twice. And it happened. And yeah, I think it was— that's Gary Trent Jr. But no, you you made a good point about the empty gyms. Jason Tatum is on fire for Boston, okay? He was playing in empty gyms like four years ago, playing AAU—maybe five years ago, playing AAU basketball. Like you said, LeBron, it's been a real game— I don't, what, Jason, I don't think Jason 17? Tatum's been played in an empty gym in a long time. You don't think he's played AAU ball, those Adidas tournaments? and In the Ox gym? He doesn't. He was okay, not an fine, Ox not gym sort Ox of guy. Gym, but, you know, okay, fine. Were there some college coaches lined up in chairs, Jim Beheim and company? No, listen, there's probably a 9 a.m. game at Chaparral High School in Vegas where there wasn't a lot of people there. I I get it. I'm just, I, I'm, and I, dude, I think it's hard on people. I I do. I'm, I'm willing to admit that this is not normal. Yeah. It's very, very different. But I also think, like, look, dude, your legacy's at stake. You, yeah. you, well, I think you his have legacy's gener- cemented. That's what all-time great. See, he's he's top yes. five on everybody's list all-time. Whether it's not Paul two- Pierce. Paul Pierce is a clown. Stop it. Why come is he a clown? Because uh, like two years ago, he said LeBron was one of the best ever, and now he's like, oh, he's not in my you top ten. You still be one of like, the best ever and not be a top five. No, but he changed his mind with like no new information. 
Paul Pierce just looking for people to talk about him on the internet. I'm just, it's working because it's he, not not top five. I would be an interesting if we overrated. Went, if we went, if we went, uh, who Paul Pierce? Yeah. In terms of what? Everything. Is he a hall analyst? Of famer? Is he a hall of famer? Everybody gets in the NBA Hall of Fame. Is he a hall of famer? Yeah. Okay. He got. He's lucky. Is he a that great player. He's lucky. Danny Ainge made the big three, or he wouldn't have a ring, and we probably wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre, for Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. What were you trying? You were trying to get in on Paul Pierce? Don't get in on Paul Pierce. Fine. What's the what's the win there? I know the audience doesn't care. So, what do you mean the audience doesn't care? Nobody cares about Paul Pierce. He's a guy who just says inflammatory garbage on television. Uninformed. <laughs> let me add uninformed inflammatory garbage. Listen, I love you. Okay, I really do. Thank like, we're you, legit. Doug. We're it's... legit friends here. Uh, I wouldn't. I you know, I, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say. Saying LeBron's not a top five player is uninformed garbage. By the way, I know a couple guys who played in a poker game out here in L.A. with him, and they said he is, you know. What's your what's your line about, a po- you know, if you go to what? a poker table and you realize they're, you know, the, the I'm going to butcher it, but bottom line is he's not a good poker player, uh, or so my friends say who are good at poker. Okay. That doesn't mean he's doesn't not a mean great basketball player. I'm just taking player. random shots at Paul Pierce. You random know what? Shots it's, too early, it's too early in the morning for that. Ya- Giannis or Luca? You're going to start a franchise. Who do you go? I'm going to go Luca. You know, I know that's that's going to seem incendiary, given the fact that Giannis is about to win his second MVP. 
he's probably going to be the first player since Elijah Wan and Jordan to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. But like you said earlier, the NBA is evolving, and it's at the point now where it's, you know, it's 3 and D, it's pick and roll and take open threes, and Luka does that and Giannis does not. I mean, we're seeing this Houston OKC series. I did a write-up for foxsports.com about how to gamble on the NBA first round of the playoffs. And essentially, OKC Houston comes down to a math equation. Houston takes a million threes. OKC, they don't take a million threes. And if OKC's mid-range is hit, it may not even matter because Houston's going to bomb 40, 50, 60 threes a game. And in this scenario, 2020 NBA, 21 next year, I'm I'm going with Luka over Giannis. I mean, I, I don't know, Luca. <laughs> Doug, there's not a lot of guys I'd take over Luca at this point. He's 21. No, look, look I, I think he's. I think the the question for Luca is there's a little bit of the same question of of Zion in terms of like does he have a bad does this guy have a bad body, right? Like Luca does have he, he for for a great basketball player, he does seem to be a little thick in the middle. At at twenty one now maybe he continues to trim up or whatever and it doesn't affect him now and he's not so it's not like uh, Zion where he's so explosive you feel like you know he's too explosive for his body he's not so part of the the big body I actually like because I think it can take the physicality of and he can play you know at the elbow he can play in the post he can use his body to create space I'm just I'm a little concerned about his his body overall. But so otherwise your concern for Luca's body, what is your level of concern for Zion's body? Major concern. Massive. Holy major cow. concern. Major concern. Like look, the re- one of the reasons LeBron is LeBron is because up until last year he never got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, he invested a ton of money, time and effort, maybe a little bit too much so at times into his body. And um you'd be you'd be surprised at how some guys don't, you know, some guys don't really totally kind of buy into it. So uh, I I would take Luca, and it's because the, you're not going to teach, um, you're not going to teach a 30 year old man to become, can you teach him? Can he get to a place where he makes shots? Yes. Is he going to be a shooter at that point? No, no. His Look, feel for the game and his basketball IQ are like unmatched right now. Luca? Yeah. He sees stuff that nobody... I don't know if it's unmatched. I just okay. think, who who's got who's got the vision he does? I mean, all the best. The, the James Harden sense. has great vision. LeBron James. James has Harden great does vision. have great vision. You know, uh, he's a little more ISO heavy, I think, than Luca. Um, a quick quick note on you know, I guess where where this is headed with Luca. Like, what is the sky the limit? Can this guy be an all time great, or are we going a little overboard based on a couple games in the bubble? I think he'd be a great player. I mean, like all time great. Like let's let's get to where you like win a couple playoff series. Win a couple playoff series. Like you continue to play this well going forward. You uh, you have to elevate players around you. Like I haven't like because what people all say like look he's he's Larry Bird and shooting, passing, scoring. Yeah, Larry was a much better, a great rebounder. But more than anything, like Larry Bird took like a twenty. I'm gonna say like a twenty-one win yeah. Celtic team. They won like sixty games his rookie year. Like he winning followed him. Now the Mavericks are much better now, obviously, and Luca's a huge part of it. But is is he that much of a winning player in comparison right, to other guys? This just hit me, Doug. Oh boy, is the hype for Luca? Oh boy. Does it have to do with we haven't seen a white guy, a European guy, you know, do this kind of thing in the league in a while? I'd like to think There was Larry not, Bird. I like to think it's not like we like white guys don't get credit for European white guys. Right? It's just not. Uh, so no one's ever said like, said like Dirk, was, Dirk, a white Dirk guy. was a white guy. Dirk's German. Even Steve Nash is Canadian. It doesn't even oh, doesn't Nash. even, doesn't uh, even count. To Nash. Doesn't I mean, even like count. the league hasn't I had a great white guy in a while. Hasn't. You're right. No, has. I mean, Dirk was the last great player with I, white skin. I, Nash. Yeah. Nash and Dirk, right around. Right. Yeah. But but Dirk won the MVP after after won Nash won the MVP and he won championship. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with him being white. To be totally honest with you, I just think it has to do with the fact that he's young and he's awesome and. 
That's you know? that's fair. I do wonder, and this is probably maybe for the next segment if you want to, but is it rough for the league that the two brightest stars right now are Giannis and Luka Doncic, who are you know, non-Americans? A little hockey to it. I mean, Lillard's a pretty big star, and he's from Oakland. Right, but... Okay. Kevin Durant's not playing. Steph Curry's not playing. So yeah. there's a bunch we'll of need those guys back. Yeah. Uh, the Clippers lost last night. Is it more about the Mavs or the Clips? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.